Welcome to the Zen Crypto Show, where we explain cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology in simple terms, so you can feel comfortable interacting with and investing in crypto. I'm your host, Sebastian Couture. By now, you've probably heard dozens of explanations for Bitcoin. Some people call it digital gold. Others say it's the internet of money. And some might describe it as a peer-to-peer payment system. And while all these descriptions are in part true, it can be hard to understand exactly what Bitcoin really is. I'm going to break things down into three parts. First, I'll explain how money moves around by comparing Bitcoin to something you already know, which is a bank. Second, I'll explain with a simple analogy how Bitcoin stays secure and why that's important. And third, I'll tell you why Bitcoin is such a big deal. Let's get started. Simply put, Bitcoin is a list of names and account balances. It keeps track of all the people who own Bitcoin and how much they own. And it keeps track of how these balances change when money gets sent around. Think of a piece of paper with two columns. In the left column, we've got all the people who own accounts like Alice, Bob, Charlie, Dave, and so forth. And in the right column, we have their corresponding balances. etc. At a basic level, this is what Bitcoin does. It keeps track of who owns what. In fact, it's pretty similar to what you might find in the database of a bank. Now, I know this doesn't sound revolutionary, but Bitcoin's big innovation isn't about keeping track of balances. So if Bitcoin does the same thing as a bank, what's so great about it? Bitcoin keeps track of balances without the need for a bank, and it does so in a way that anyone can verify that the balances are correct and that they haven't been tampered with. Let me give you an example. Alice and Dave go to lunch, but Dave forgot his wallet again. Alice happily pays $20 for the bill, but expects Dave to send her $10 for his share. Dave gets home, opens his banking app, and sends $10 to Alice. Easy, right? We've all done this before. But do you ever wonder what's happening behind the scenes? When Dave sends money to Alice, the bank subtracts $10 from his balance and adds it to hers. So Dave, who started with $20, now has $10. And Alice, who started with $5 on her account, now has $15. The bank just updated their list to reflect the new balances after money moved from one account to another. This happens countless times per day in our financial system. In Bitcoin, there is no bank. All the people using Bitcoin are able to collectively verify that the system's intact. And when money moves from one person to another, anyone looking at the system can see that this is happening. And if the balances don't match, or if someone's trying to create money out of thin air, these transactions get rejected. So how can you trust that the system's intact and that no one's making up balances. Well, Bitcoin is built in such a way that anyone is able to do this. In fact, there's a whole industry of people and companies who participate in verifying that when money moves between accounts, it gets updated accordingly in the ledger. These are commonly called miners. Miners run businesses whose only purpose is to verify and validate Bitcoin transactions. 
they receive an incentive to do this, which means that they make money when they get things right and act honestly, and they lose money when they get things wrong or act dishonestly. Let me explain. Imagine a jigsaw puzzle. To solve the puzzle, you try different pieces together to see if they fit. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't, and you try again. Now, you might come up with some strategies, like grouping similar colored pieces together, but essentially, it's a trial and error game. You can't compress the time it takes to solve puzzles. If you had to solve 10 in a row, you might solve some quickly, others would take longer, but essentially, it's random, and if you get good enough, the time it takes to solve each puzzle would average out to about the same. One thing is certain, though. Verifying puzzles is easy. When you're done, any five-year-old child can look at your puzzle and tell you in 10 seconds whether it's solved or not. Puzzles are hard to solve, but easy to verify. Now, imagine a magic room where 100 people are sitting in a circle. In the middle of this room, there's a notebook and a box containing 1,000 vouchers for a free soda at the concession stand in the back. Everyone in this room is a professional puzzle solver, and they're competing to solve different 500-piece jigsaw puzzles. About every 10 minutes, someone solves a puzzle and yells out, Solved it! The 99 others look over to check, and if they're satisfied with the answer, the winner walks over to the middle of the room, turns the page, writes their name in the book, and takes a soda voucher from the box. When this happens... Anyone who's satisfied with the winner's answer stops working on their puzzle and starts a new one hoping to become the next winner and get the prize. But let's imagine the presumed winner hadn't actually completed his puzzle or some pieces were still missing. In that case, the 99 others could simply ignore his answer and keep working on their own puzzles. And if the presumed winner was really dishonest and got up to claim his prize, The next person to legitimately win would simply cross out the previous guy's name from the book, and the concession stand vendor, who saw the whole thing, wouldn't take the voucher when he tried to get soda with it, and the dishonest winner would need to put his voucher back in the box. This is essentially what Bitcoin miners do, except instead of a jigsaw puzzle, it's a math problem which is hard to solve but easy to verify. The entries in the book are the transactions which happened since the last person to win, And the voucher is the reward that miners get for doing this work. When a miner solves a complex math problem, he's awarded a prize in the form of Bitcoin and given the right to update the list of balances on the transactions which happened since the last puzzle was solved. The list of balances gets written on a file and is then shared with everyone using Bitcoin. This is called a block. And then the game starts again and miners begin competing again until the next block is found. When Bitcoin was created, it was decided that there would ever only be 21 million Bitcoins, and that they would get created at a constant pace every time someone found the solution to this complex math problem. Because of this, we know exactly how many Bitcoin there are at a specific point in time, And we also know the date at which there will be no more Bitcoins to be issued. So think of Bitcoin as a sort of central bank, except that unlike a central bank, which can print money as they wish, 
Bitcoin prints money at a predictable rate. We'll talk more about the economics of cryptocurrencies in future episodes. So why is this so important and why are so many people talking about Bitcoin and blockchain technologies? What makes Bitcoin revolutionary is the fact that it can maintain a financial ledger without the need for a trusted institution. It's been called the great alleviator of the middleman. And in many ways, Bitcoin and blockchain technologies are out to get rid of the countless trusted intermediaries with which we interact on a daily basis. Banks, social networks, Airbnb, and perhaps even governments. Think about it. At the end of the day, our confidence in the value of money lies in our trust that banks are doing their jobs right. In the traditional financial system, we usually trust that someone is acting honestly, but we can't verify this on our own. If a bank allowed someone to turn on God mode and send unlimited amounts of money around, how would you know? Bitcoin's revolution lies in its ability to keep track of transactions and account balances without a central authority, company, or institution to rely on. It's also an astounding innovation when it comes to sending money around the world instantly at low cost. Until credit cards and digital payments came around, cash transactions were essentially person-to-person or person-to-business. But with modern payments, there's always someone in between be it a bank or companies like PayPal, Venmo, or Western Union. Bitcoin enables global digital payments without the need for a trusted intermediary taking a profit and where the transactions happen nearly instantly. So let's recap. Bitcoin is a financial ledger which records user balances and transactions. These balances are made visible to anyone using Bitcoin. However, instead of your name or email address being attached to the money, it's a random identifier which only you know which ensures your privacy is protected. The integrity of the balances is ensured by the network of miners who validate transactions. They do this by competing to find blocks, which means using powerful computers to solve a complex math problem. When a block is found by a miner, he's given the right to mint a predefined number of Bitcoins for himself. Anyone who doesn't follow the rules has their work rejected by the rest of participants, effectively costing them time and the electricity cost of running their computers for nothing. With Bitcoin, you can send money around the world for cheap without the need for a bank or payment company. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Crypto Show, which is produced by Zengo where you can buy, sell, trade, and earn cryptocurrencies with mind-bending simplicity and safety. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and let us know what you learned by leaving a review. And if you'd like to suggest a topic for future episodes, email podcast at zengo.com. Until next time, stay zen.